Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. That is just a fact of life. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history, Pedro Fernandez. Woo, going to be good. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco, check it, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated but never duplicated, coming to you live, WBC TV, of course, coming to you on the Twitch.tv, Sports Byline USA channel, so we're doing video and audio for this hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, aka WBC TV, this is our third edition of the World Boxing Council sponsored show straight up. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the often imitated, but never duplicated host of the longest running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Folks, um, I'm a four-time Golden Glove champion. I won some awards for my writing. So supposedly, allegedly, I know a little bit about boxing. But guess what? I bet you know more. So you can join me on the toll-free and, like, let me know. The toll-free number, one 800 878 That's 1-800-878-7510. Of course, there's also the guilt-free, no-commitment text. Like, if you text us here in the studio, Scott Kitty will take your text. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Well, boxing, of course, on NBC TV this past week. We'll talk about that in depth. Canelo a week ago. Um, Clarissa Shields last night, a shutout winner. We'll give her some props, I guess. But the bottom line is... It was a 10-round win. I want to see her knock people out. I guess I'm just barbaric, but this is the way it is. I want to see women land cleaner punches and have more power and more effect on them. So that's what I'm trying to say. I'm advocating for smaller gloves. Anyway, Clarissa Shields shining last night, winning all 10 rounds. Lots of stuff to talk about. Of course, we'll also get into the life and times of Alexis Arguello. Why? Because my friends say to me, hey, why aren't you talking about Alexis? You were his buddy and everybody wants to know how he died. Well, I'm going to tell you a little mystery about Alexis Arguello a little bit later in the show. And it wasn't about how he died. It was about a strip club we went to in Managua. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. 25, make that 38 years now. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. Dig this. Everybody plays a fool sometimes. And now more straight talk from Straight Talk. The big wireless companies say they're the only way to get the best coverage. Because they've got like a kajillion cell towers? Something like that. But Straight Talk Wireless runs on those same towers. So you get the same great networks for up to 50% less. I wonder if they're counting that one in Kickapoo, Kansas. Oh, boy. Switch today and get our unlimited plan for just 45 bucks a month with 25 gigs at high speeds and no contract. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Savings may vary. See straighttalk.com. Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for the previews to start in a movie theater. Hey, you want anything? Popcorn? Soda? No, nothing. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. 
There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Good afternoon, Worldwide Press Service. Casey Carson? Um, no, uh, he's, he's not in now, but uh, he'll be in later. Uh, who is this calling? Loco Gonzalez. And you better get yourself a new sports writer. Because he's going to spend the next couple of weeks in the emergency ward. Casey called me a, a shuffling incompetent who needs to improve greatly before he can even be called a second-rate bum. Well, would you be happy if he called you a first-rate bum? <laughs> Mr. Gonzalez, senor. You're listening to Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Right here on Sports Byline. Little clip there from the Jim Backus show. And who was Jim Backus? He was Mr. Magoo. He also played the millionaire on Gilligan's Island, but he had a TV show back in like the 50s and the 60s. And that was pretty cool how he, a second rate, he would have to, the fighter would have to greatly improve to be considered a second rate bum. I thought that was one of the greatest descriptions of a boxer in my lifetime. Now, before I take it to the Bronx, of course, we had fights this weekend, NBC television. Wow, they were rocking and rolling. Of course, what can I say? A kid that won the contender. He's a world title challenger, current WBC number seven guy. I'm talking about middleweight Brandon Adams, 22 and four now. Spectacular winner. Knockout win over previous undefeated. Uh, Serhi El Flaco Berechik, 18 and 1 now, 18 knockouts. Everybody thought that Serhi was going to be the next guy, and then he just got lit up like a White House Christmas tree and got knocked out, man. And of course, Adams was behind on all three scorecards, like by four or five points. So at the end of the night, he needed the knockout. He got it, 247 of the round straight up. Good fight, good results. Um, one week from now, David Benavides will be in, uh, action. Of course, he's one of my favorite fighters. And why is he? Because, if he can stay clean, I think he's a superstar in the making. We'll get to that with Socrates Palmer in just a minute. Last night, Clarissa Shield was a winner across the board. A 10-round shutout winner, still undefeated now. Um, she wants to go into the world of mixed martial arts. I say bring it on. <laughs> That's all I can say because she's probably not going to get her head handed to her in boxing. But guess what? In MMA, I think she's going to get stuffed. Um, that's just my opinion. But she's still undefeated. Give her some props, no doubt about that. Speaking of the UFC, they've got three events tonight. Of course, it's one event, but three title fights on the card. A UFC light heavyweight fight with Jan Blackwood taking on Israel Adesana, the uh, ascending middleweight champion. That's 185, going to step up to fight some guy at 205. Jan Blackowitz is, uh, I'm going to say, I don't want to call him a journeyman, but I just wouldn't call him an A-plus type of guy. On the same card, 145-pound ladies champion, Amanda Nunes. Uh, she's taking on a lady by the name of Megan Anderson from Australia. She's 11-4. and four. Of course, Nunes coming in at 20-4. Man, she's only lost four fights, all decisions, never been stopped, never really been hurt all that much. And of course, when she lit up Christina, uh, when she, when she lit up Christina Santos, I mean, that, that was something. She just knocked her out real quick in one round. Of course, that was her claim to fame. I think, I think it's really her claim. I mean, people want to say Ronda Rousey, Ronda, oh, Ronda was ready to be taken. It was Ronda was ready to be taken. Anyway, the third UFC title fight tonight is a Bantamweight title fight featuring Peter Yan, who, uh, beat Jose Aldo, who was like 95 years old, older than me. Who's 15 and 1 now, lost that one split decision, taking on a brother by the name of Alleman Sterling. I think Sterling is a slight favorite. Of course, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. That is the MMA schedule for tonight. Now that I've got that out of the way, I don't have to do it any later. Um, we go to the Bronx and bring in the Bronx Bomber, Mr. Socrates Palmer Jr., of course, the father of the 54th President of the United States, Sebastian Palmer. How's Sebastian doing? Sebastian's doing great, sir. Thank you for asking. And, uh, I appreciate the, um, the, the, the high expectations. <laughs> oh, wait, listen, nothing but, we expect nothing but the best from this kid. Nothing but the best. Anyway, let's talk about the best last week. Canelo Alvarez in action. Um, not the best opponent, but he went out there and did what you're supposed to do against inferior guys, right? Absolutely. Um, he didn't, 
carry the guy um, like some people thought. Uh, well, maybe he was on his way, but you know, but uh, the coroner kind of you know said, you know what, the check cleared. Let's get this guy out of here, and, uh, and they called it a day for Mister um, yeah, Yildrum, yeah. and he'll live to fight another day if anyone. Watch to see him. Uh, but, but here's yeah. what's up though. Did you see the look in his eye when he was in the corner, when he was on the stool? He was petrified. He was scared to death. I've seen that look before. And you know where I've seen it? I've seen it in crime victims. Victims of violent crimes. That's what I was looking at. He was a victim of a violent crime. Or he was about to be. Yeah, you know, and I'm, I was kind of surprised. I mean, I did not expect him to win, but I thought he, there would be an effort. You know, I mean, this is like, hitting the mega you know it was a career high payday i mean you're on a big stage there's it wasn't a packed house but there were there was a crowd you know i mean sock 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 you don't sock you don't get it man let me let me sock let me hit you with the leverage that canelo Alvarez hits people with that right and that left that left right that left right that left right that is like yikes because you know the right's coming right after the left and the left's probably hurt you because it hits you to the body he's coming with that right to the head he's just I, I I wouldn't have said my I put it this way. I know you're supposed to be game and this kind of stuff and you're supposed to be uh give it your ever all your give it your all and everything like that, but I wouldn't have sent that guy out for that round. I wouldn't have sent him out for the fourth round. I just wouldn't. I mean I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lead a a lion to slaughter. He was a beaten guy, I thought, at that point in time. Yeah, and, and more so mentally than physically. He was shot. You know, there was no way he was gonna win and and I think his promoter, who I think was the ones that called a halt to a fight, I don't think it was Joe Diaz, um, they did the right thing. You know, you don't want to get your guy damaged, and he'll probably fight in Europe for another, you know, either be a stepping stone opponent or, or who knows, the way these sanctioning bodies keep guys in the rankings, you may get another title shot. Not, n- 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 listen, I don't think he ever wants to. I, I think the, his comeuppance came right then and there. In other words, it was reality. Reality was he was knocking on the door of reality, and he didn't want to go through that door. And I'm telling you, I just can't blame him. If I was going to take a whipping like that, if I knew it was certain, it was absolutely certain, it's like, it's like it's raining outside. You're gonna walk outside. You're gonna get wet. That's basically that's basically what he was facing. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what what it was like. He was gonna get hurt, and I just think uh, I'm more power to the guy. I mean, some people say, "Oh, Pedro, how could you like back the guy? The guy quit like a dog." I think he quit like a dog. I think that that's listen. I'm of the opinion that when a fight's not competitive, it should be stopped. Of course, the UFC doesn't believe that at all, but. But that, that's the way I feel. If a fight's uncompetitive, once it becomes, once it stops becoming competitive, um, you just have to stop it. That's how guys get punished. That's how repetitive knockouts occur. I, you know, I do, I do co-sign that sentiment. Um, it, it's, you know, you, you use your eyes and you can tell when the guy has no chance, you know, and, you know, we always talk about, oh, the puncher's chance. Yeah, but it depends who's in front of you and it depends who's doing, who's doing the punching. So I, I, I agree with you. Um, this is the hurt business and the only thing that young man would have gotten is hurt if it would have continued. Okay. Back so, to the, back to the NBC card on, uh, earlier in the week. Uh, Brandon Adams knocked out Surrey. Surrey came in there like a five to one favorite. That was a really entertaining and impressive, uh, win by Adams. He showed heart. Um, he came out. At the beginning, I, the way I, I was looking at it, uh, I had him up maybe two out of the first three rounds, and he kind of slowed up, and and and, and Sergey was kind of coming on, and and you know the guys, he's a really good fighter himself, and he got clipped with that with a left hook, and he never recovered. Um, it was a really impressive win by Adams. The guy, he is, uh, he kind of physically kind of reminds you of a little larger Sean Porter. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guy just keeps coming, a lot of heart. Um, I think you mentioned earlier in the show he won the Contender Series, and um, I think that he's a tough out for anybody at 54. You know, he's not tremendously talented, but the guy's built like a brick, you know what, and he could punch, obviously. And it was his second uh, win on NBC TV uh, by stoppage, so they, they may have something. Only time I've ever been knocked down in my life were by hooks, folks. Never by a straight punch. Always by hooks. You don't see him. Pow! And then you say, what the hell's going on here? Well, that's what happened. You got knocked down. Um, before we go to the break, Jim Crockett, the wrestling promoter, King of Kayfabe, passed away. WCW was kicking ass back in the day, wasn't it? 
Yeah, man, Jim Crockett Jr., uh, RIP, uh, you know, the NWA and, uh, uh, it's certainly a legend in, uh, uh, sports entertainment. Uh, very sad to hear him, uh, no, no, pass. No, no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't call WCW sports entertainment. That was wrestling. That was professional wrestling. Sports entertainment is WWE. We'll get back to the, uh, PhD of boxing, Socrates Palmer, after the break, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, and Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. You are tuned to Ring Talk. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60PLUS for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man-age 45 non-tobacco user. One million dollars of coverage is only $75 per month. Level for the next 10 years. Or a man-age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right. Level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. You ask me uh, how well that he fight, I don't know, but I can tell you one thing, he punched good. March 8th, 1971, the world came to a halt. I'm talking about the first Ali Frazier fight, I kid you not. <clears throat> I looked out the window, and I lived about three or four doors off of one of San Francisco's busiest streets, Mission Street, and there weren't any cars moving by. There were no people on the street. There was nobody on the street. I think the world actually came to a complete halt for Ali Frazier 1. Of course, March 8th, 1971, Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier engaging in that 15-round battle. Of course, Ali played uh, played <coughs> played around a little bit. He called it sporting. Uh, bottom line is he got lit up in the 12th round, almost got knocked out. It was the hurtest. That was the uh, most severely hurt he had ever been in his entire career, he told me, in a boxing ring. And there was no doubt about that. Joe had him really 
rocking and rolling there in that 12th round. And had he not been a, a younger guy, I mean, he'd have been in 35 or 36, he would never have made it out of that round. But he did make it out of the round and got dropped in the 15th. Of course, it was Joe Frazier's biggest win. It showed me the, the mental strength of a man that, <clears throat> um, how can I put this? He was outgunned. Joe Frazier was out gun physically. He had, he, he was, I mean, he wasn't as fast as Ali. He didn't move as fast as Ali. He didn't do any, I mean, he was just a rugged type of guy that put, he punched harder than Ali, especially with that left hook. And of course, that was the left hook that dropped him in the 15th round and hurt him so bad in the 12th round. But at the end of the day, Joe Frazier doesn't get the props that people think, uh, that, that I think he should get. And reason why? Because he lost the two fights to Ali. The first fight was probably the greatest, as I said, the greatest exhibition of mental Will I've ever seen in my entire life. So props to Joe Frazier. The anniversary of the fight is March 8th. <clears throat> That's uh, Monday, I believe. March 8th, 1971. 50 years, Joe Frazier and Muhammad Ali. May they both rest in peace. Now, back to the line. The boxing's PhD. Socrates Palmer comes to us from the Bronx. Of course, he is the father of the 54th president of the United States, we hope. I'm talking about <laughs> Sebastian, Sebastian Palmer. So what's on your mind, perspective of, prospective pr- presidential father? <laughs> uh you know what uh it's one of those uh saturdays that uh you don't have much boxing and and, and it really i'm not gonna say it gets you angry but it's like it, it kind of as a boxing fan it should kind of tick you off you know especially when you have these networks that like to put on shows at the same time with each other and you're flashing back and forth you know um but um at least you know there's mma out there tonight so you got something to watch um <clears throat> You know, I am becoming less and less of a fan of MMA, and the reason being is they're not throwing in the towels. And I, I want, you know, I told you when I worked amateur fights, I had a towel in my hand the entire time, much like Jerry Tarkanian uh, of the of the Running Rebels down there in, in Las Vegas. But you know, these guys won't throw in the towel. You can never quit in an MMA fight, and I just think the damage is is just is just too much. It's funny, actually, the two sports are going completely opposite. I think boxing now, um, I think you'll be hard pressed to see another Gaddy Ward, you know, type of fight because I don't think these commissions, the referees, and especially if the fights on television want that, you know, on their hand if, uh, of a fighter, you know, unfortunately, you know, passes as a result of the fight. Um, so what I'm watching more in boxing, referees erring in the side of caution and um, either stopping the fight maybe prematurely um, and probably the opposite of MMA. But but I think that's what UFC is built on, though. It's not they don't I, I don't at least I've always seen it as that the sport is bigger than the athletes as opposed to in boxing. You know, that's why it's like a factory, you know. Mike, we had the Mike Tyson era, the De La Hoya era, the, the Mayweather era, the Pacquiao era. Um, now, you know, we're in the era of Canelo and then we may see Ryan Garcia, Teofimo. It's like the constant superstar. In MMA, I think it's the brutality is the star, you know, <clears throat> and, and, the, and I think that's why you're probably seeing it the way it is. I think that's just the nature of the beast. You know, but, but, but listen. These are still human beings, and you put them in death right. match after death match, and you like give them ten grand, and they go out there and they win, but they get you know they, there's some damage done, and then they they get a couple more wins. The longest reign in heavyweight history, as far as champions are concerned, is three title defenses. Doesn't that say enough about longevity? The game is not meant. Dana White has got it to the point where you fight your ass off to get to the top, and then you've got like a little bit left in your body when you're at the top, so you ain't got a whole lot left, so you're going to last a little while, but you're not going to last a long time and make the big, big money. He says, oh, people get a percentage of the pay-per-view. He's full of spit. Yeah, but that's that's every, every combat fight that's on pay-per-view. I mean, I'm sure, you know, every fighter, just like in boxing, they get a cut. Um, you know, I, like I said, I, I think the, the brand is what UFC sells, you know. Um, now, they have – now, John Jones has been the guy that's kind of just – the guy has kind of defied that logic of longevity and uh, and, and the um, – but he's the only Israel. <laughs> but he's the only except Israel. Israel Adesanya, maybe. <clears throat> but he he's is the except. But he's the except. Those are, as, as are the two exceptions to the rule for the entire sport. Right. No. And, and you're right. It's a short shelf life. Um, 
and they always uh, promote the fact that the record doesn't mean anything. You yeah, know, it's, yeah, yeah. It's like you know they they'll they'll mean. Yeah, you've been knocked out a couple times. Believe me, the record means a lot. Let's talk about Ryan Garcia. Of course, he's on the cover of Ring magazine this week. I happen to see that he's cover on the cover of Ring. Um, has Ryan got a fight yet? Um, Ryan, no. I think what I've seen Ryan uh, doing some modeling on. Uh, yeah, we saw him modeling. We saw him modeling last week on that telecast. All I saw was his ankles, his bare ankles. The guy doesn't like to wear socks. Now, <clears throat> I'm I'm down with that. I went to Tenement Square one time and I didn't wear any socks. I didn't know because when I looked out the window, the sun was bright, shining really bright. It was February of 1993, and I said to myself, you know. Let me do the Don Johnson look here. No socks. The Miami Vice look. The whole nine yards. I went to Tenement Square. It was seventeen degrees. Mm. Yeah, yeah that, I mean that's that Julio Iglesias '80s look, you know. <laughs> and hey, showing off the uh, six hundred dollar slippers, you know, I can't hate. Um, I did see <laughs> April twenty fourth uh, though. Uh, Top Rank has a show with uh, one of our favorites, Emmanuel Navarrete. Thirty three and thirty three and one twenty eight KOs taking on. Christopher Diaz, twenty six and two with sixteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing that's gonna make you say whoa, but you know, Diaz is a de- is a decent fighter, and he's uh they're fighting in front of a live gate, um, in Florida and a, a heavy Puerto Rican population over there. So okay, I'm glad I guess you could say he's gonna have a little you, bit of a home crowd. I'm glad you brought up the Barricas. Um, uh, Edgar Berlanga is gonna be on that card, 16 16 first round knockouts. How many fights before he goes into the second round? Is that what we're going to start betting on? Well, the guy he's fighting is not a bum. I know. I saw that. his record. He's like 21 and 3. And he's a former Olympian. Um, he has underachieved, you know, that to say the least. Um, I know he came in with a big amateur background. Um, and he's on a little bit of a winning streak. Um, but he has been stopped twice in his career. So, you know, there's a reason he's there in front of Edgar. Um, and, but I think I, I'm going to give Edgar some credit and, or his management. He, I think he's fighting someone with a pulse and I will go on a limb. The fight will go past one round. That <laughs> right is on. for sure. Chocolito Gonzalez and Juan Estrada are going to hook it up in like their second or the third fight. I can't remember how many because I don't get too excited about guys fighting 115 pounds. But on the co-feature is going to be Jessica McCaskill versus Cecilia Brakus in a battle for the 147 pound championship, basically of all the different sanctioning bodies. Um, that little chick, she's in, she's like a, 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 some type of marketer. I mean, she's in like IT or a, a tech or something like that. But anyways, M- Jessica McCaskill, she surprised the world there when she beat the chick. Uh, Cecilia was 36 and 0. She shocked the world for sure. Um, now Cecilia is a little bit older, you know, but McCaskill was hungry, hungry. And, um, you, you want to see how she's handled success. I'm, I'm sure Cecilia Brackus is probably training um, like she's never trained before. And and, and uh, maybe, you know, she was complacent a little bit, uh, you know, eating high on the ho- high on the hog for a long time. Maybe she took the casserole lightly. So the rematch should be interesting. It was just, it's her time, baby. It's her time. Yeah. I mean, here's what's up. You can, like, wind up the clock and keep winding up the clock, and eventually, eventually, eventually the spring sort of wears out. And I think the spring is worn out as far as Cecilia Breakers is going. We'll see if that continues next week. Of course, also on the 13th, my man David Benavides taking on Ron Ellis in a super middleweight bout. Of course, the WBC super middleweight uh, eliminator here. Um, Ellis got a shot? Um, I think a small one, you know, but I think Benavides is a beast, man. I really believe he's... Um, a problem for anyone at 168, and and the best fight that could be made um, at 68, of course, is him and Canelo. Um, I just think Benavides throws too many punches, and he could punch himself. And and he's a huge super middleweight. It's about he's over six feet. I can't see uh, him losing to Ellis at all. Okay, Estrada and, and Chocolito Gonzalez. If you're a boxing fan, why should you watch this? Because it's two great fighters and they're just fighting in like in the jockey weight. That's what it is. When they fight that, that jockey weight stuff, I have a problem with because you talk about guys not being able to punch. You get down to 115 pounds, you put an eight ounce glove on a 115 pounder. That doesn't work out too well. Well, they throw a lot of punches. That's for sure. And, and Chocolatito kind of turned back the clock uh, the last time he fought. He looked, he looked good, you know, and, and, uh, 
he's definitely a Hall of Famer, and he probably doesn't have many fights left. So that's why you tune in. Okay. With that, tell Sebastian I hear him in the background. Give him my best. Give him a big hug. We'll talk real soon. Socrates Palmer, Boxing's PhD, appears ring on Ring Talk Live Worldwide Saturdays, of course, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You take care, champ. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Enjoy your weekend. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Talk boxing history, a little UFC, and some more fights right after the break. You are tuned to the boxing show that a lot of people talk about, often imitated but never duplicated. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 38-plus years now of knocking out all bums. in store this week at your local Staples? Big deals on paper that are kind of a big deal. That's because Staples has just reduced their everyday prices on True Red paper. And so right now, a ream of Staples True Red copy paper is only $3.99 every single day. Just $3.99 for a ream of True Red copy paper makes every day a great day to save at Staples. Shop in store or pick up curbside and save big with everyday low prices on paper at Staples. Limit 3. Curbside available at most stores. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council, right here on Sports Byline. Time, time, time. Let's talk a little boxing history. Of course, this is the weekend of the 50th, 50th anniversary of the Ali Frazier fight. Of course, people talk about that in depth, but there's some other boxing history on this day, <clears throat> I believe in <clears throat> 1978. Excuse me, Wilfred Benitez, Wilfredo Benitez, of course, a future three-division champion, won his first championship by beating Antonio Cervantes for the WBA Junior Welterweight, 140-pound title. Of course, he would 
uh, win the 147-pound championship, beating Carlos Palomino. We beat win the 154-pound championship, beating Mauricio. But that was sort of be the end of the road for Marie, uh, for Wilfredo Benitez. Of course, he came to San Francisco and he was done at that point. In time. I mean, he was so done. He came here and got beat up on by Golden Glove champions. So that's all I can say. Is the bottom line is Wilfredo Benitez won his first championship on this day in 1978. Of course, March 6, 1978. Wow, a long time ago. Ali Frazier, of course, March 6, 1971. Gene Fomer and Ray Robinson hooked it up March 4th, uh, 60 years ago. Holy cow. Mar- you know, when I think about Sugar Ray Robinson, the time I spent with him in Las Vegas, and him telling me that Roberto Duran was a greater fighter than Tommy Hearns, and Tommy Hearns had just knocked out Roberto Duran. I couldn't figure that out. I mean, I was like, what is he talking about? But that was Ray Robinson. Ray was explaining it. He would explain it to me that the difference in size between the fighters, it had a lot to do with greatness. In other words, I'll, uh, you know, Hearns was a big, big welterweight. It was a mismatch in size. I mean, Roberto, mm, five foot seven, not even quite five foot eight. Of course, uh, Tommy Hearns standing six foot one, but, but that was a knockout in two rounds. And had that went any other time, and I think had Roberto been in the best shape of his life, he probably wouldn't have beat uh, Sugar. I probably wouldn't have beat. Uh, he probably wouldn't have beat him. No doubt about that. Anyway, Baron Morgan turned sixty years old this week. I want to give Barry some props. Of course, he and I worked out together and down there in Palm Springs when he was getting ready for um, Stevie Cruz. Of course, that was his ill-fated WBA title defense at 126 pounds. When he went to the fight with a broken eardrum, and how do I know this? At his Because his promoter, Barney Eastwood, had called me the morning of the fight. I was in the hotel lobby at Caesar's Palace, and I heard, Pedro Fernandez, pick up the phone. Pedro Fernandez, you know, we used to page each other back then. It was sort of cool. So <clears throat> I pick up the phone, and it's Barney. Barney Eastwood, this big bookmaker, he's a bookie from from Europe, and uh, he's Barry's manager. And he says, Pedro, he goes, would it, would, would fighting with a uh, a broken eardrum bother anybody? I said, oh, I don't, I don't know. I think it would mess up somebody's balance. And that's all he said. Okay. And then I found out later that he put Barry in the wing in the ring with a with a broken um with a broken eardrum. So shame on Barney Eastwood. I don't know if he's still alive, but his son Bruno and I, we had some wild times down there in Palm Springs. I didn't spend all my time in Palm Springs. Um. I'm going to put this, watching these guys train, we did a lot of playing down there. I mean, a lot, hard, hard, hard. Palm Springs is a hard place. You play until like 3 or 4 or 5 in the morning, and then you get up about mm, 10 o'clock. You go out, you know, lay by the pool, listen to that for a couple hours, and you, you go back and do your thing at the training camp, and then after that's over with, it's like you're on your own. So one more day of just kicking it in uh, in Palm Springs. Arturo Gotti, February 27th. Wow, remember that? He almost knocked, I remember when he almost knocked out Joey Gamach. I mean, that was, that was a, tr- tr- Joey's a great guy. Joey's just a great guy. Of course, Joey's a guy that held the titles, I think, at 130 and 135. But, you know, when Joey got in there with Arturo Gotti and they let Arturo Gotti come in, uh, that was the year in 2000. God, it's 21 years ago. When he let Gotti come in like at, uh, I think 160 pounds, it was like 20 pounds bigger than Joey Gamach as far as size was turned. And of course, he almost put, Joey Gamache in another world. I mean, as far as life and death, that was a bad day, no doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check out your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, come to you live on uh, Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. Next week, Juan Francisco Estrada, 41-3, and three, of course, champion 115 pounds, taking on Roman Chocolito Gonzalez, a guy that... Remember Max Kellerman bet the entire HBO budget on him? Remember that one? They bet the entire budget on him. Max bet the whole budget on him. They said, go out and sign this 112-pounder. Man, you don't sign guys that small. You just don't sign them. And maybe there are exceptions to the rule. When you have a rivalry going like Chiquita Gonzalez, Chiquita Gonzalez, I called him, after he quit on me in that fight. He was 101 favorite against uh, a guy named Rolando Pasqua from the Philippines. So I go down to see him defend the WBC 108-pound title at the L.A. Forum. John Bay Rudy, the publicist, gets me a first-row seat. I'm sitting there with Jack Fisk, and he and he quits, <clears throat> and he quit like a dog. I mean, well, I can still hear him barking and yelping. In fact, if you look at the ring at the uh, the AP, the Associated Press, a photo- photograph of him laying there in the ring, you see me on the apron screaming at him, get up, get up. I couldn't believe he laid down like that. He was a 100-to-1 favorite. So if you got him and Michael Carball going back and forth, maybe in a round robin, it can get exciting. But these guys, Juan and Francisco Estrada, 41-3, and three, of course, the other kid, a good fighter. And I don't know. Are, are we talking greatness here? I mean, Chocolito, is that great of a fighter at 50-2? and two, Of course, stopped that one time, 41 kills. He couldn't figure out that, you know, the guy from Thailand. 
He just couldn't. I mean, Wisco Wankak. Speaking of Mr. Wankak, what's going on with him? I mean, at one point in time, we thought he was like headed for superstar, especially after beating up Max's guy. 49 and 5. Now he's been stopped. Of course, he has a, uh, he's got a fight schedule. It's going to look, it's going to go down in, um, over in his native, native country, Bong Pong. Efficat Songhai is going to go down the 13th of us uh, next week, March 13th, of course. He's a good fighter. No doubt about that. Of course, he lost to Estrada the last time out. That was a unanimous decision. But I think that, I think he knocked out Estrada. Or he beat Estrada the first time. And I thought he knocked him anyway. Bottom line is, I don't think much of Chocolito. I just don't. I think he's way overrated. I think he's been overrated. I think he gets play that he shouldn't deserve. I, he, I just, he just shouldn't deserve that kind of play. He shouldn't. I mean, people talk about 115 pounds. I mean, talk about Inoy, the, the, the Nano Inoy, the guy from uh, across the pond. I guess he's a WBA champ. But talk about him. I mean, that guy looks like, that looks, they call him a monster. I believe it. March the 20th. ESPN, the return of Arthur Bibiev, of course, the WBC and IBF light heavyweight champion, of course, defending against Adam Dinas, the 20th as well. Virgil Ortiz, a welterweight to watch, no doubt about that. This kid's got a portion of the WBA crown. He's taking on the ascending Maurice Hooker. Maurice Hooker, former WBA 140-pound champion, stepping up to 147. Look out there because Ortiz is on fire. Hooker's looking to make a comeback. I want to go with Ortiz. I'm going to stick with the youth there. March the 20th, also on The Zone. The Zone's got it going on there. The Ortiz fight's going to be on The Zone. Peter Beth is going to be on ESPN. But on 20th, uh, Zone's also got Lawrence Okoy and Christoph, oh man, he's German. Uh, Chris Yoff Glowacki. Glowacki's an easy fight. WBO Cruiserweight title's on the line. March 25th, NBC Sports Network returns. And I think this is pretty cool because Amanda Serrano's going to be in action. And we'll see what a woman can fight like. I'm talking about... The WBC and WBO featherweight champion, female featherweight champion, obviously taking on Daniel Bermudez. I don't know much about Miss Daniela, but it should be a good fight. This is going to be on NBC. Of course, NBC seemed to get, get back in the boxing game, more power to them. The 27th, going to look like the heavyweight championship as far as the WBC is concerned. The interim title, Alexander Bovetkin. Remember him the last time? The last time I saw him, he was flat out on his back. I mean, ba-boom. It was a knockout of the year. I thought it was. I mean, but one punch, you know, one punch. Povetkin slipped, slipped that that right hand in there. I mean, that left hand in there and knocked out Dillian White. And I think he's going to be able to do it again if, if he's in decent shape. And evidently, he got the uh, the uh, COVID virus. Of course, that postponed this rematch. It was supposed to take place, I believe, in January. It didn't happen. March 27th on the zone from across the pond, the WBC interim heavyweight title. Alexander Povetkin, the champion, defending against Dillian White. Dillian White's not my favorite guy. In fact, if it's a guy I want to root against, it's probably Dillian White. I'm sorry, but this is the way it is. I don't like his attitude. Anyway, Alexander Povetkin, a uh, slight underdog in this rematch. Why should, Why would a guy that knocked out a guy with one punch and knocked him into another time zone, not just knocked him out, knocked him into another time zone, why would a guy like that be be an underdog. Well, because Dillian White's a house guy and Eddie Hearn thinks that he'll win in the rematch. So Eddie Hearn, good luck to you on that one, but I'm pulling for Pavetkin, a decided underdog. March 31st, no sight yet. Looks like he's going to be in Australia though. Tim Zhu taking on Dennis Hogan. Of course, Tim Zhu, the son of the former world junior welterweight champion, Kasha Zhu. Of course, Kasha Zhu wreaked havoc. Remember when he fought, uh, Zab Judah <clears throat> there in Las Vegas? Speaking of Zab Judy, he, uh, Zab Judah picked up a stool. They stopped the fight in the second round, and Zab Judah picked up a stool and tried to throw it at the referee. The referee wasn't having no part of that. And, of course, that was the same night some girl said to me, Hey, do you know where Zab Judah's at? I said, No, why? What's up? She goes, He, he gave me some counterfeit money. I said, Counterfeit money? What, 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 was you, what were you doing where he had to give you some money? I date. Oh, oh, she was a hooker. Anyway, Zab had burned a hooker with some bad counterfeit money the night before he lost to uh, Kashi Zhu, and I guess the tale people don't tell. Now, here's a tale that people don't tell. Alexis Arguello. Did he live and die a horrible, did he live a good life? He did for a while. And in fact, you know, when he was on top of the world in boxing, he was the most confident guy on the planet. I mean, he wasn't emotionally fragile. He wasn't emotionally shook. Nothing like that. He was like, you know, Alexis. And then he became a boxer. And then, of course, it was all about 15 rounds of winning championships. And he was all fine and dandy until he fought Aaron Pryor. And see, he doesn't know whether Aaron Pryor beat him fair or not. I don't think Aaron Pryor beat him fair then. I think the hands were wrapped in plaster of Paris hand wraps. I think they took stuffing out of the gloves. That's why the gloves disappeared in the ring that night in Miami. <clears throat> so I think that 
whether Aaron wants to, where Aaron wanted to admit it or not, and he didn't because I asked him about this. I asked Pryor about this in L.A. a couple couple different times on the same trip. I said, Domino, you didn't ask, you didn't answer me the first time. I said, was there something up with those gloves? I said, why did those gloves disappear after the Alexis, after the Alexis, the first Alexis fight? Why did those gloves disappear so rapidly? Where do they go? What's happening? Uh, yeah, he ducked, ducked it and hemmed and hawed and this and that. But, you know, as, as Logan Hobson, a former guy with Punch Count, I think he was with AP or UPI at the time, he was a reporter, he went and interviewed uh, Aaron Pryor the day after the Aguayo fight, and he saw all these grotesque lumps on his knuckles. In other words, each knuckle was like swollen beyond grossness. So you don't get your hands swollen up like that unless you're punching straight up with no padding. In other words, no glove padding and no hand wraps. And the only hand wraps he had were wrapped. Let me tell you how he did it. Panama Lewis wrapped his hands <clears throat> with, a, with a little bit of a wrap. They use a gauze wrap. They use a little bit of a wrap. So you wrap the hands around once. Then you take a plaster of Paris, which looks just like the hand wrap, and you roll that around the hand once. And then you roll it over it with another gauze tape. So you cover that up, right? And then you close the hand, and the hand looks tight, looks perfect, this and that. So nobody knows anything. So then once the athletic commission guy comes and checks the hands, he writes on the, you know, on, on the, uh, on the wrap. He writes his initials on the wrap, and it's been approved, this and that. So then Panama Lewis would take a water bottle, and he would spray the hand. And you would spray the hand to the point where it got moist, and then when it got moist, it would dry, and when it dried, it was a cast. So that's what, pla- that, that's what he did to, to, uh, I mean, that's what he did to Alexis Arguello. So that's what, that's what destroyed Alexis as a man. It just did. It destroyed his inner will. He couldn't believe in himself anymore. I mean, He's just one of those guys that if it all wasn't rolling his way, Alexis's way, he just wasn't rolling. You know, we went down there. I told you I went down there to, to Nicaragua in 1999. I think this was, it was August of 1999 or September. And he talked about wanting to commit suicide on this show and that kind of good stuff. So, you know, I went down there. We tried to save him. Jose Suleiman put up a lot of money to send me down there. First class. Anyway, um, and of course we had the money to put him in rehab. He didn't want to go. So three months later, he got in a car accident. And he hurt somebody down there in Nicaragua, and the government told him either you go to rehab or you go to jail. He went to rehab, and then I saw him like about six or eight months later, international boxing hall of fame. He told me I helped save his life, all that kind of good stuff. And then seven years later, <clears throat> he was dead for real. And we don't know how Alexis died. We don't know whether he died by his own hand or whether he was shot. And I'm not going to go into that right now. But I will tell you the greatest Alexis Arguello mystery, if I can, if Cuddy will give me a minute and a half to do this. Get this. I'm in Managua, Nicaragua. Alexis and I are meeting with five different businessmen, and we meet at a strip club. Now, this is only the second strip club I've been in outside of working as a policeman. The first time was with Roberto Duran, so I'm not a strip club type of guy, okay? So we go to this strip club, and Alexis is there, and he's got the five guys. We're talking some business. They're talking some business. And there's a stripper on, on the, on the, Cuddy's bowing his head. There's a stripper on the stage, and she's got a cigarette. So she gets a cigarette handed to her from somebody out of the crowd. Now, you got to listen to me here. She gets a cigarette handed to her from somebody out of the crowd. She takes a cigarette and puts it back there where the sun doesn't shine. Okay, and then she blew some smoke out of her mouth. So I want to know not Ale- not how did Alexis die? How did that stripper blow cigarette smoke out of her mouth when he got? I'm telling you, she never put the cigarette in her mouth. That's the mystery of Nicaragua and Alexis Arguello for Pedro Fernandez. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And hey, to that friend of mine that thought my jeans were painted on during lunch this week, baby, you know you were jealous. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. 
take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Birthdays, birthdays in the house. Hector Martinez. Wow, my good friend. Of course, February 25th. Man, I can't believe we've been together since 1973, but he is my partner. Happy birthday, my brother. Of course, he can't, can't. He is like the hardest working dude in the world of bo- in the world of period. I mean, he's, he is the hardest working guy I've ever met in my entire life. Anyway, Lacus Christel, happy birthday! Of course, he comes with some ring generalship and mythical fights down there in Athens, Greece. I talked to him this morning. Wished him happy birthday. Wish everybody having a birthday. May today, tomorrow, and every day beyond. May they all be birthday like. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. Of course, the USC tonight. Three uh, title fights on the line, of course, according to Dana White. Dana White's looking to fight, push fights now in Texas, seeing that Texas has opened up as far as the pandemic's concerned. I don't know if this is too early or too soon. I don't know what's going on. All I know is that I got the vaccine this week, and I feel blessed that I got it. I want to thank Hector for that. But I feel blessed that I got it, folks. I'm going to take one more on the 31st of May, and that'll be done. I'll be 95% prevented from getting the disease. Or going to a an ICU or anything like that, and I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Believe me. Anyway, give me that second vaccine quicker, quicker than you can. Anyway, you've been tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. MMA, of course, can be live on Twitch.tv Sports Byline USA channel. Of course, live and worldwide on Twitch.tv every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern time. Live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. Until next time. Keep your hands up, keep your chin down, but most importantly, don't forget, Scott Cuddy is the best producer in the world, and this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide! <laughs>